They've got us completely swarmed. Do you have any ammo? Swarm? A swarm of what? Bees? No, Henry, zombies. They're coming Ew. after us. What are you talking about? We, it's, it's me. I, I dressed up as this apocalypse zombie survivor. Hello? Oh, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. we're doing a horror episode this week on Easy Mode, yes. the gaming podcast all about gaming. That's right. And that's your host, Henry K. Even with your eyes closed, he still haunts you. It's true. I will. One, two, she's coming for you. Three, four, you better shut that door because that's your host, Delayed Dale. And this is easy mode. It's true. The, Dale, it's, how are you this week? It's, uh, you know, I felt like my performance there was great. Uh, I, I do hear an Oscar calling for me. Kidding. Probably a Razzie with that performance. Uh, I've been great. Nominated for Best Actress in a YouTube video gaming podcast. Delay Dale. I love That's this. It. You know what? That's it. If no you, one if else. You watch, if you watch the YouTube video, you'll see that iconic performance. I will say this has been a great week for me. Uh, you know, just been like catching up on work, be, being busy. It's like I find like the beginning of the year is always super busy with work and stuff. But how, mm -hmm. how have you been? I've had a good week. I actually um, got my booster this week, so I was a little under the weather. Mm -hmm. um, so I stayed home from work a few days. Um, I did do some casual gaming on the computer, as one does when you're home, because <laughs> it's comforting. You know what's um, funny? You say casual gaming. I just want everybody to know that Henry's casual game is Valorant. Stop. It's Valorant. There's nothing casual about the way he plays. I just want to say that. Like, it's just casual gaming. No, no, no. No, no, no. That furrowed brow. There, There's no sweat because constantly patting it away. Okay. That's, That's right. right. I called you out. But yeah. Sweaty in game and in real life. That's um, true. Sometimes Valorant can be a lot like what we're going to talk about this week, Dale. Yeah. Valorant sometimes is a horror game. And yeah. that is the topic of this week's episode. Yes, which is really exciting because when you think of horror, a lot of people tend to stray away from it. However, yeah. I will ha let you guys know that I scare very easily. And I have played many horror games by myself. So the way we've broken up this episode is the first segment is solo games. Games uh -huh. that you can play all by yourself. You could play with somebody else if they're in the room and holding your hand, but then you can't yeah. play with the controller and then you're going to die. So maybe don't let them hold your hand. Don't Number hold your two, hand. we have co-op horror games, games you can play with a friend. You want to laugh while you, while you get chased and, you know, potentially get murdered. Yeah, you can play with your friends. Watching your friends die. Always fun. <laughs> Let's laugh at that. And then finally, Henry is bringing forward some uh, creepy pastas in games, which hey, is quite exciting. We got exciting. the creepy pastas for you today, Dale. <laughs> is it lasagna? Um, it's worse. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's worse than lasagna, but that's what we have planned today. Uh, before we get into that, Henry, what have you been playing this week? This week, I have been playing a lot of something we're going to talk about in this episode, and that is the forest. Um, I've mentioned it before, mm -hmm. but I've been playing it again. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to dive into it too much. So, um, because we are going to talk about it later. What have you yep. been playing, Dale? I've been playing this game. It's called Baba is You. Have you heard of it? No, but okay. uh, apparently I am Baba, so I should know. Tell me. So Baba Is You is this like very cute like puzzle game. And it's just like you move the, the blocks and you move like, but you, certain things unlock certain things. It's all mm -hmm. puzzles. It's strictly all oh. puzzles. I'm not going to lie to you. A couple of the puzzles had me stumped, so I had to look up the solution. But it's a great game. And I did that to just like unwind. Because the way I, I unwind that. is by torturing my brain into solving things. So I just, I'm proud of you. About myself. I'll Thank look you. things up in a second. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm like, I don't know. I'm done. And then I'll just Google it. And I'm like, okay, great. I got it. Next, next thing. And next then we'll thing. see. If we'll start we, over we'll again. We'll see how long we can do it, you know? Uh, but yes, let's completely just dive on into this week's episode. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of spooks. A lot of, uh, you know, scaries in the nighttime. The, the, li yes. the, the lights are off. But the topics are about to start. I don't know what that was. Let's just continue. Otherwise, I am going to keep going. <laughs> Wait, it would segue, Dale. Let's get started on this episode. Do you play games by yourself? Yes, often. Often? Okay. How about horror games? I surprise answer for me. But what about you, Dale? Surprise answer for you? What we'll, do you mean? We'll save it for later. Let me talk about it later. Okay, I'm shy. Okay. I'm scared. I, no, I'm, I'm afraid too. I constantly need my hand held. However, I have played 
quite a bit of horror games by myself. But I mean, it wasn't like truly by myself because I was streaming it. So it was like people were watching me and all the lights were on. So but it was still scary. It was, it was quite scary. This section to all our listeners and viewers who are watching is all about the uh, horror games that we have played solo. Solo games, solo fright in the night, in the daylight. Uh, you know, there, there's many opportunities <laughs> to feel your heart rate increase. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Some of these games, my heart rate peaked at one game. My heart rate peaked at 144. Oh, my God. That is insane. So <laughs> that's Sometimes my heart rate peaks outside of horror games, but that's a different type of horror. Not the type we're talking about, which is the video no. games. No, every now and then I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I almost fainted. <laughs> but that's different. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up and my heart's racing, but that's for therapy and not this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I'm just going to dive into the games that I've played myself. So the very first horror game I've ever played was Alien Isolation. I did not realize it was a horror game. Okay. I (laughs) I should have known like Alien is an iconic movie. Uh, I saw it was on sale for like $9. So I bought it and then I had told my like boyfriend at the time and his friend we were all in like a discord voice chat and i was like guys i I bought alien i'm so excited to play and they're like you bought alien you you scare easily i'm like what are you talking about it's a horror game why it's a horror game so got alien that's how i started going into streaming and such and it was one of the scariest games i've ever played mostly because it was the first scary game that i've ever played and the ai learns your behavior and so (laughs) i would hide a lot and then the, the freaking alien would learn that i was hiding pull me out of lockers i was freaking out but when I beat that game, Henry, I'm not going to lie to you, I <gasps> felt, like, very sentimental. Like, I almost started crying. You know, you I it? almost started crying. I did beat it, yeah. Very impressive. Because it was like, I beat a horror game from beginning to end. And, you know what's even scary about that game? Space. Space oh, scares you me. Are you are know? afraid of scared of space. <laughs> I am afraid of space. And so, what like, specifically? Not a, um, everything. It's just so, like, I can't even get into it without, like, feeling some sort of fear. I guess. Uh, makes sense. A little it's bit like of a tangent. Empty. A little bit of a tangent. So there's a lot of people who are afraid of space. And <laughs> there was this article I read online that was the therapist. How to help your patient if they're afraid of space. Reassure them that they're not going to space anytime soon. I said that. That's what I was about to say. I was going to say, I'm like, babe, you ain't got to worry. You ain't going up there. I, I know, but I feel like it's terrible advice. Anyways, Unless so like alien... Elon Musk force us on a freaking spaceship. I, I will die on, on Earth. I will die on Earth. So yeah, <laughs> Alien was the first one I ever played. It was amazing. And what's really cool about it is that there's some... Um, pretty cool parallels between the movie and the game and then mm-hmm. they released such like cool dlcs for the game oh too. dlc i didn't know i had that yeah it has a lot of dlcs and um people can speed run the game so the way that they like speed run the game is by like crouching a lot so that the alien doesn't actually know that they're running they like cheat the system oh bit. my gosh funny so, so, like, they're just like crouch run crouch run, crouch, like super like amazing um then i played amnesia have you played that game before no, but I've watched a lot of people play it. I love that game. Do you get scared when you watch people play it? No. Unless oh. it's a jump scare. Um, <laughs> I love how you just said that. No, no, I'm good. I'm stable. Not me. Um, So I played it. Terrifying. And you know what's really cool about that game? Low budget. Still iconic to this day regarding like the fear factor. Yeah. And there was one level. And you've watched the gameplay, so you know what I'm talking about. The water level. where Terrifying. There's that, like, What's crazy about it is you actually never see the monster, but this like fear and the sound and they did that with such a low budget. I I almost fainted playing that. That one level I was like <gasps> like freaking out. There's it's nothing terrifying. scarier than what you know than what you don't know. Sorry. No, but what you don't know and you you're can't like, fight back. You can't fight back. And you're like nope. what you don't see is scarier than what you do see. And I think horror is one of those genres in gaming uh, mm-hmm. where the budget does not necessarily contribute to the success or the effectiveness mm-hmm. of what they're trying mm-hmm. to convey. And horror is exactly. just a genre for that. Yes. You know, there's this huge misconception that everything needs to be like gory to be horror and scary. And mm-hmm. the next game that I'm going to like talk about here is gory, horror and scary. <laughs> but this is kind of be- besides the point. Uh, so Outlast was the next game I tried after Amnesia. Have you heard of Outlast? Have you watched any gameplay or played it yourself? Um, I've seen a few clips from it, but that's not one I've really dived in. It's terrifying. You are in this like asylum and you know, you're you're a reporter. Obviously oh, it's always right. the reporters. Right. It's always the reporters. Um that game I couldn't get through. I had to stop. It was simply too scary because it's like one of those resource management things where if you run out of battery on your camera, you no. can't see. So you're playing in the in the dark. It's like pitch no. black. And then you just kept you kept dying. It was me who kept dying, so I, I simply could not. In these kind of games where you cannot fight back are so traumatizing for me because i am helpless like i can't this is actually real life yeah these kind of games remind me of like if this was me in real life i couldn't fight back 
I have no. to I have to run and hide. And honestly, I don't think I could hide because there's like, a, there's a few scary things about that. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, journalism degree. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Where's my future? Second of all, resource management. I can't do it mm-hmm. IRL. And I especially can't do that in video games. And I don't know what it is about the horror genre where they make you manage your resources. Not only are you in a terrifying situation, but you also have to make sure you're like managing things well. You have to have like your like administrative hat on and like budget your resources in game. Mm -hmm. I can't do that Mm -hmm. in real life. How am I going to do that in a terrifying situation? Also, when they make you hide and you have to be be silent, I could never be silent IRL. My heart rate's too much. I I can't hold my breathing or like, I don't know. (laughs) I actually friends. Go ahead. Continue. You actually what? I actually watched a horror movie last night and some people weren't able to be quiet. So when they were hiding in the movie, I was holding my breath to see if I would survive because they were being so damn loud. And I was like, I can do it. I was like, it's just like, shut up. I was like, just no, hold your breath. I was like, I'm doing it right now. Fear. You're not in that level of fear like they can, right? I'm, I'm different. Built different. You're built different. <laughs> okay. I didn't know this. <laughs> Um, Henry, this is kind of a little bit off topic. I mean, it goes with like the next kind of genre of stuff that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but are you afraid of ghosts? Um, a little bit. Yes. I will be honest and say, yes, they're scary. Um, yeah. Have what, you ever had what like if? a paranormal activity or seen anything IRL? Nope. I would not be here if I did. <laughs> you know, that I have so many friends who have. I have so many friends who have. My soul would have left my body in that yep. moment. And that would have been it. You would have never seen me again. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, wow. Yep. I feel like we're the same. I never have either, but something about it just like shakes me to my core. Have you heard of this game? It's called Visage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, they released the game by chapters. And so I think they only have three chapters right now, but it is one of those games, again, where you can't actually fight back and heavily resource management. Heavy no. resource management cannot fight back and puzzles. I mean, what is this? What is this? I need to have like a well-lit room if I'm going to do puzzles. If As- I'm in a horror situation in IRL, Mm-hmm. And you're wanting me to solve a damn puzzle to get out? <laughs> Literally screw off. Get yeah. out of here. Leave. You do the puzzle. You're not the moment. Get if out. You, want, like, you love puzzles so much, you do them. Person who's put me in this situation, you do a puzzle. I don't have the what time. In the, what in the saw? Literally, like, <laughs> what in the saw is happening right now? So, yeah, Visage was like that. I only got through two chapters because the third chapter that was Dolores. I have a lot of resentment for you, Dolores. Um <laughs> I was screaming so much and my chat was scaring me so much. So I would scream on top of screams. I ended up damaging my vocal cords. So I went to the doctor and she's like, you need to be put on vocal rest, which is basically medically shut the fuck up. And uh, I've not played a horror game since because of that. She said if I had kept going, I would have had like permanent damage, which is terrifying to think about. I do remember Um, um, we were getting to know each other around that time. And I remember I was like, this bitch lost her voice playing a fucking video game. I was like, yeah, she is screaming and like medically to the point of losing her voice. I was like, what the hell is going on over there? And then I was like, maybe I should start a podcast with her. (laughs) (laughs) And now look at here we are. Here we are. Uh, So, yeah, Visage, terrifying. I would recommend it if you really like horror. If anyone's listening and they just love the horror genre, do it because it is a spooky game. And Dolores' chapter is quite scary because she's the kind of ghost that doesn't give a fuck. Like, the other ghosts will do jump scares, but Dolores will, like, follow you around. She'll, like, turn her head over the corner and, like, smile. It's terrifying. Dolores. F Dolores in the chat. F Dolores. <laughs> Dolores, you got some haters, and we're right here on Easy Boys yeah, Podcast. Yeah, Dale. Dale is your number one hater, Dolores. Dale versus Dolores. Who would I'm win? number two because I'm Dolores. Dale. <laughs> uh, yeah, so moving on. Final game for Dale that I'm currently trying to work through. And by currently, I mean I got halfway through, and people are like, when are you going to play again? And I keep saying, next time. Next time. I haven't picked it up yet. Dead Space. Apparently, Dead Space, the first one, is one of the scariest games ever. Mm-hmm. And the release of its time, it was, I mean, I don't blame the people who say that it was one of the scariest games. It is scary. Yeah. There's a lot of jump scare factors to this game. And that's what I think makes it scary. The overall mechanics is like you you fight back. It also is in space. So, you know, me and my fear of yeah. space. So, that's not say, great. When you say you're working through it, do you mean with your therapist? Because <laughs> Wow. I feel called out here. You know what? I simply just want to talk about a game that's scary, and here I am getting called out about my fears. It's your biggest fear. You write a whole it article is. about it on like therapy.com or what? I, I did read something about it, but Dead Space is amazing. If anybody here has not played it, I would recommend it. It's a bit challenging, too. There is like an aspect of resource management and like how you upgrade your yeah. suit and deciding what upgrades you want to do. Uh, again, if this was me, IRL, I would have no. given up, but like this is the you thing want me for to- Dale. 
freaking be a tailor and upgrade my suit? No. 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 In a life or death situation? No. Also, I don't have the stamina to keep running. At what point? Like, when do you take a bathroom break? When do you eat? Yeah, when do you eat? Yeah. (laughs) Most most important things are mine. (laughs) Where is time for my hobbies? Henry, now that I've kind of gone through the games that I've played, tell me about the games that you've played or games that you want to play. And also, I did ask you, do you play horror games? You're like, I want to save that for later. So tell me, what are we we saving for later? Well, I am saving it for later, Dale. (laughs) Um, I actually, so big confession on me, even though I love, love, love the horror genre, I'm such a big fan. I do not play a lot of solo horror games, um, probably because Hmm. I grew up as an only child and my mom didn't let me play anything like Remotely spooky. One of my favorite ones, and this is a fun game that never came out, so sad, but did get so much hype, was, it was called PT. Um, they, Ooh. it was short for Playable Teaser. It didn't really have a title, the game at the time. Um, but it was a game developed by, like, um, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. Um, it was, like, a first person, and I want to say it was VR, but I think it was also available and not VR. And it's this um, sort of, game demo where you're looping the same corridor in a house over and over and over um and there's puzzles to solve and there's a lot of jump scares and it gets scarier and scarier every time and there's sort of a developing story but the villain that game is this like this very tall creepy woman who like through every loop of the you're just looping the same hallway in this house over and over you get to the end there's a door the door opens to the place where you spawned in um and it gets scary you're sort of getting more and more story um, it is terrifying. There's this tall woman who, like, she, like you said, she'll like peek. Maybe she's friends with Dolores. I don't know. Uh, she'll like <laughs> peek around the corners. If you look up, sometimes she'll be like through certain loops. Um, she'll be watching you from like the upstairs. Like she'll be in different places at different times. Um, and she is terrifying. This. Like tall, 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 this. tall. Like has to be seven foot. Like oh my god, scary woman. Okay, um, so and she's it got is scary. feet on me. She's got but, feet on me. The game never came out. Um, why? It got a lot of praise. Uh, I'm not sure what happened exactly. Um, it got a lot of praise on like its graphics and scares. I think it got like mixed reviews on its gameplay, but I mean that game was scary, mm-hmm. very very scary. Damn. That sounds terrifying. Um, I hate I, this idea of like sorry to intro. I hate no. this idea of just like you you want to get out. No, we're back where we started. It's just like a loop of horror like that. The idea that there's no actual escape. And recently I saw a TikTok where it was just like how you describe where it was just like open the door and it was the same thing and you're same months and you're just like living hell over and over and over again. That Damn. That is a, a real nightmare. Like in a genuine yeah. concept, if you had to go through that, no, nothing worse. Yeah. Nothing worse. Um, oh another gosh. video game series I like is the Silent Hill series. Um, oh, yeah. I've never played it. It just has such a, I love the story in that one. The story mm-hmm. really makes it like sort of the lost child, the lost wife, the lost husband, the need to explore and this sort of unknown and there's sort of like this like half and half where you know everything but the main character knows nothing um and this like sort of split divided world that's like sharing an existence and you know everything's within reach but also like not there's something like a lot of dread in there but it also has a lot of like i think like classic not classic to say like uh, like movie wise but like the horror elements of like gaming. I think it has a lot of the classic ones. So it has mm-hmm. like ghosts. It does have jump scares. It has have like creepy carnival. It does have mm-hmm. scary nurse. Like it, those sort of general elements are all mixed into the Silent Hill series. And mm-hmm. I think they're done really well. Mm-hmm. I like wow, them. I think know, they're a blast. I've actually, I've heard of them and I, there's the movies too. I've not seen yeah. or played, but I know how iconic they are. So that, thank you for bringing that up. I, Cause I totally, totally forgot about the, the impact on us, social media and everything. Some games that are recently coming to the Nintendo Switch are Fatal Frame and Fatal Frame 2. Uh, Fatal Frame is a horror game that's based on photography. Um, So you're a young girl and you are solving a mystery. So like a lot of these horror games, it has puzzles. um, It has jump scares. um, It has sort of like very creamy atmosphere. And it's not a fast paced game. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the things you have a camera at your side and that's really like the main tool um so mm-hmm. use it to fight ghosts use it to find clues use it to mm-hmm. like put together puzzles um those yeah. things are coming to nintendo switch um very very well-known games i would definitely recommend them i think i would enjoy watching you play them dale actually uh, um, am i gonna lose my voice again we're kind of like at <laughs> i don't think it's you know that me. scary like to that point but it's you like know a, that meme you know that meme you know me no i don't no i don't know that's kind of what i was okay <laughs> i i mean i'll look into it i'll look into it i'm not a big fan of playing any kind of like graphics intensive game on the switch um like i just don't think it's worth is it available on pc because like 
I like kind of more of a immersive experience versus like a co- I might switch is cozy. I don't want to like associate it with like getting scared at night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it's not graphics intensive actually. I mean, and these oh, games okay. came out a long time ago, so it's sort of just like remasters of like older games. So they're not. Oh, okay. relatively. I think it was like PS2 time, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. Okay. Well, I'll definitely have a look at it. It's cool. Yeah. Well, Henry, this has been really cool, to, like, especially chatting about solo games. And to anyone who's listening or watching, please let us know what was your favorite, like, horror solo game that you've played? What have you kind of touched upon? Mm-hmm. Did we miss? What did we not touch on your favorite? Let us know. Because keeping in mind here, Dale has stopped playing horror. And Henry is more of a horror watcher. But in the next segment, we will be talking about co-op horror because that is something that we both have experience in. And Henry definitely likes to thrive. So we're going to take a little bit of a quick break and we'll be right back. Be right back. This next segment is for individuals who don't like to play alone. They need their handheld and some laughter and comfort along the way. Oh, yeah. Comfort. The irony here is comfort, but these games I personally don't find comfort in. It's all about co-op horror, games that you can play with others, games you can play with friends, uh, a genre and category that you absolutely love, Henry. And fun fact, one of the games that we're going to talk about is how we became friends and how like this whole dynamic and... The start of even like maybe it was like the seed of easy mode was planted when we maybe. did that. Thing. It was maybe. a disaster seed for sure. <laughs> it was a disaster seed. See, we we live and we grow. But Henry, why don't you start? Because you have played way more co op than I have. So I'm I'm curious to to hear, and I'll chime in with um, some of my experiences along the way. Co op horror games really are my favorite way to do the horror genre. Um, mainly because I think if we're going to do something scary, I also want to be able to laugh along the way. I think that just makes the experience more fuller and more full and round. And I think that's awesome. Also, like not to not take like life or death situations seriously. But when I think of being in those situations, not alone, but with my friends, I just feel like I would laugh like, you know, let's say like you, me and like three other people are like saw trapped in a room. I would laugh that this happened to us. Like, I just think, like, there's no way I wouldn't laugh at the situation being with my friends. And even if it's scary, and I would take it seriously, of course. But I'd be like, oh, my God, fucking God, we're fucking trapped in this house, bitch. What are we going to (laughs) do? I just feel like I would. There's no way I wouldn't find that funny, especially with my group of friends. Yeah, well, you're not going to get that from me. You're going to get probably Dale is going to lay down and just, like, give up. Like, Dale has no desire to keep going. But yeah, so one of the games that what we're going to just like start off right off mm-hmm. the bat is uh, a game where the sequel will be coming out soon, which we are super excited for you more than me. I'll be honest, this game did terrify me. It's The Forest. Uh, Henry, you've played so many hours of The Forest. I have played The Forest just for like the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me what you love about it. Tell me what you don't like about it. You know, just tell me it all. I don't think there's anything I don't like about The Forest. The Forest has a lot of my favorite elements. Um, One of them being crafting, which I don't feel like you see in horror games too often, like base Mm -hmm. building. That's something Mm -hmm. I really enjoy in video games, and The Forest has it. So for everyone who doesn't know The Forest, the premise of the game is that you get in a plane crash, you end up on this island where there are cannibals who are trying to eat you. You know, we say cannibals. Well, no, we know they're cannibals. We see them eat it. Um, Cannibals Mm -hmm. are trying to eat you, and you are trying to find tools and figure out the story of the game and the way to get to the end of the game the game is very very free it's very mm-hmm. open world um there is no push or like the, the game does not guide you to the end and there is no push to really find anything you need it's really all exploratory and based on what you want to do at that time um mm-hmm. the game has speed runs the game also has um people who play it that's like how long can i survive um, yeah Some people play the game for a lot of base building and really, you know, that's their main focus of what they want to do, base building with their friends. Um, But there's no there's no thing that you have to do to start the game. There are Mm -hmm. items and things that help you progress, but you could never get them and you could just like sort of struggle through the game. It's actually really cool that you did say that. I do want to add that. When the plane crashed, your son was taken from you. So the the, per, the whole, if you want to follow the storyline, it's to find your son. Yeah. And without spoiling anything, it get there's many layers of depth, mm-hmm. and um, the story is really, really deep and good. I'll be completely honest with you. I did speed run the game just to get the story. I did not. 
I am terrified of cannibals, okay? Like, and, and the jumping, I'm not great with crafting. And the nighttime came, I didn't have any fire or resources. And I refused to eat the people that I killed, okay? I know, like, when I was playing with this individual, he'd always just, like, be eating the people that we'd kill. And I was like, no, I'm only going to eat fish and fruit. I will, I refuse to eat humans. So, like, there's so many different ways of playing it. And then people go, you know, people who do, like, 100% achievements. Mm -hmm. There's an achievement where you just vegetarian no meat that is crazy i know so, that game is great for people who enjoy that kind of game <laughs> yeah there's a really so much you could do with it i would recommend it playing with your friends it gets silly um mm -hmm. the game mechanics are a little funny and wild sometimes there's some wild physics in the game and that always makes for like a fun fun time this game came out some time ago and like dale said there's a sequel coming um i believe mm -hmm. releasing this year i want to say like March or May of 2022. That's going to have a huge launch. Huge. Yes. I know that people have been waiting for that for years. I'm going to be streaming it for sure. I'm definitely going to be making videos on it just because I love the game so much. I know I will really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, but play it with your friends, especially, I mean, if you want to play the forest, the regular forest before forest two comes out, I'm sure they'll lower the price or have some sort of sale on it. Oh yeah. It's always on sale. I got mine on sale too. So um, if you, there's always horror sales, pick up the games that you want. Yeah. Uh, so another game that we both have played. Yeah. I, very popular. Very popular. It's almost like a little bit cultic. Not going to lie. You either love it or you hate it. Uh, Phasmophobia. Yes. How do you, how do you feel about Phasmophobia? Um, I love Phasmophobia at the launch and this game really created a genre of its own for the horror gamers mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. a lot of games have come that are sort of adapting the phasmophobia style um the phasmophobia phasmophobia gameplay and mechanics mm -hmm. uh, but this game really sort of l broke its way through the horror genre and sort of set a bar and a high bar still um for this like ghost hunting realistic adventure now, recently, they've made some updates and changes. The, this game is consistently and now changing. it's so hard. It I think hard. even this week, they've uh, just launched some new content on it. I believe something about oh. the mannequin. I saw something on Twitter oh. about it last night, and I was like, oh, that sounds scary, but I want to check it out. Um, uh -huh. But I love Phasmophobia at launch. It was a silly, fun, broken time. They've really upped the difficulty on the game. I do play mm -hmm. it a little less now, but I used to play it all the time. And now, this game is, even though it is a co-op game, it is something that when I was streaming, I would solo, um, mainly because oh I enjoyed God. it so much. I cannot, I could not play that game solo. It was one of my, my objectives for like a subathon. I died every single time. It's one of those games where I liked playing with friends more than I did like playing with myself. And I couldn't play it for too long because I found that the actions got a little too repetitive for me. Yep. And some of the mechanics I wasn't super vibing with. However, I will say I did have some frightening moments. And overall, I would rank this game as like, not rank, like, categorize this game as like a cozy horror game because people can just like they find comfort just like playing it you know they vibe yeah. so people have like thousands of hours in this game they're like professional level whatever like people this is their comfy like horror game which is kind of like a weird sub genre we talked about cozy a few episodes back and now we have like a cozy horror game at, yeah. at least how i would and i've heard some other people say it too but yeah phasmo it's not going anywhere. People still no. love it. still scary. I still see the memes online. So, yeah, yeah it is what it is. <laughs> I'm happy for the game. Even if I don't play it anymore, I'm happy for yeah. everyone who does. And They're I'm happy for my friends who do. Good content from a great development company who's they are. putting the work in the game. Yeah. I mean, people love it. It's not going yeah. anywhere, and that's amazing. Now, the next one, Dale, is a game you and I have a crap ton of hours in. Um, I have 1,800 plus hours in this game. Um, I would have oh more if I didn't stop playing it. Mm -hmm. um from when i started but that is dead by daylight i've worn the beanie on the show mm -hmm. i have so many hours in that mm -hmm. um and that game is still alive and thriving and growing today oh and you want to know something that's crazy about this game tell me they just released the player test beta for the new ringu chapter and she is terrifying they're always adding new killers and then you know, yeah. like they do like the different franchise or like the different dlc um this killer is really interesting because she has two moris she has the ability to like swap between TVs to come and get you if you don't put your like your tape in like a TV or like I I, I have not played against her but I was just like reading like a little bit of a summary. Mm -hmm. She can moor you if you if you get to a certain point. Um, terrifying. Also, she comes out of a well and she's just scary. You know, I never watched the ring. I just saw the meme of the the girl who like punched her in the face like ah like that's all I've seen. <laughs> uh, so the game is getting scarier. You know, when they added in the the artist, mm -hmm. I hate playing against the artist. You know, some of these killers are just getting quite frightening. And as much as I love this game, I still do get scared every now and then, you know, it's especially as you play as a survivor, because you never know what's like creeping around the corner. <laughs> I know it is. good. And then when the killers are really good, you're like, 
freak, 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 freak. The chase music's fantastic. Oh my god. Um, the animations are fantastic. It's so much fun. But when I mean, we're both sweaty survivors, unfortunately. Um, Though I have been playing as killer recently, and I am terrible. I am toxic and terrible. Two well, T's, okay? <laughs> I think maybe I've played Killer, I would say, like, no more than, like, 30 times, even though I have 1,800-plus hours in the game. Wow. Because I'm not that great at it, and then everyone starts teabagging at me, and it yeah, just makes me Yeah, they're so sad. mean. Yeah, so you want to be the teabagger, not the teabagger. I don't teabag. Unless oh, okay. they're rude, I don't teabag. I'm not a toxic gamer. Um, okay. Unless someone else starts it, then I'm ready to yeah. shit out. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to, like, throw fists. But I, I'm yeah. the same way as you. But yeah, we love Dead by Daily here. Um, it's one of those games, too, that anybody can play. It's it's not super frightening in the sense that like like I wouldn't recommend Alien to everybody. Okay, yeah. that's that's frightening. But Dead by Daylight, you can play with friends, you can laugh, um, yeah. you can also play by yourself. So it's not to the point where you cannot play it. So yeah, yeah and it's not it. too hard. It's difficult at no. first. I'd say the learning curve is high, but once yes. you get it, you got it. It doesn't take yeah. that long. No, it really doesn't. All right, and the last one I want to touch on, um, mm-hmm. and this game I'm actually going to mention two in this general category, and that I'm going to start off with Left for Dead. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Zombie yes. mobs. Um, sort of a big genre yeah. in mm-hmm, horror, mm-hmm, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. A different style. A little more action-based. Have you played? Um, Left 4 Dead, no. But the okay. game I did want to mention, um, and mm-hmm. we can touch on it a little bit later, is uh, Back for Blood, which recently oh, had a beta yeah. and now a full launch. But they're yeah. very, very similar. Sort of four-person four zombie mob survival, making mm-hmm. it to safe houses in between. A lot of resource management, which I'm like, ugh, roll my eyes on that. But, but yeah. um, great with friends and sort of similar game style, wouldn't you mm-hmm. say? I I would agree. I do own Back for Blood, but I've never played it. I just haven't had the time. And then for Left 4 Dead, I did play with them um, some friends, but I didn't play it on previous consoles because I think it was like on a console first and to switch. Yeah, PC. I'm I not... think I want to say pl- I want to say PlayStation, but I could be wrong on that. Because like some of my friends are like, oh, yeah, like Bill and these characters. These are like my they like grew up with this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I don't understand what you're saying. It's because I didn't grow up with this kind of game. Yeah. Um, like a lot of my friends who like, you know how we had talked about like the last episode, our first consoles, our first games. Some mm-hmm. of my friends have strictly played only horror games as their first games or their first kind of like introduction to gaming. Yeah. So this was like a big thing for them. like this was their staple of their childhood. And for me, I was like, what? What? And like Bill, Bill and Dead by Daylight left from left for dead. Right. Like yeah. that's. I didn't even know, right? So it's it's amazing. I, I like the game a lot. It's also very comforting. But what's interesting is that there's so many different types of zombies or monsters. Like mm-hmm. there's that there's the witch who's crying. And then if you shoot her, she kills you. Like you have yeah. to go by really quietly. And then there's the one that like just runs up and explodes or like yep. tanks and stuff. Like there's so many different types of zombies. And there's different types of like weaponry too. I do love me a good weapon. I do yeah. love me a good weapon. So I do love that game. But for Back for Blood, I've not played, but it looks amazing. So I might have to try it out. Those are the yeah. only games. That's the only game like Left 4 Dead and Back 4 Blood that I will use like a sniper in. I don't know why. I think it like calls my name. I think I would try it in real life. I'll extend like, it a distance and like I don't snipe in any game except that. Um, but you know what's interesting, Dale? Hmm. L- like there are repetitive game styles within the horror genre. I mean, within mm-hmm. every gaming genre. Of course. Um, but I feel like they're a lot more noticeable in the horrible in the horrible genre. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even talk. In the horror genre, like Left 4 Dead, Back 4 Blood. Um yeah. Phasmophobia and there's a lot of other games like that. Devour, Slenderman. There's game. There's like subgenres within the horror genre, um, and we're not going to get into this into it this episode. But maybe another episode that would be a good thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, tweet us if you'd like to know more. We can dive right into it because you know we're only talking right now about like this is a co-op game. The last segment was like solo games, but there are yeah. games that we never like dove into regarding solo versus co-op. Like we could talk about uh, what is it called? My neighbor, hello neighbor. Yeah, that hello one is like a co-op. Neighbor. Yeah, because that one's solo, but also co-op, and there's, like, yeah. play modes. Um, We could talk about games that have, like, the survival instinct, but it's not horror, but it actually is horror, mm-hmm. you know? What gets your game, what gets your heart rate spiking? I, I feel like that could be its own genre itself. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more we can dive into, and we definitely will in further episodes. Yes, um, this has been really cool. Which yeah. of the ones that we've talked about is your favorite? Um, my favorite one of we talked about is The Forest. As I said, I can play that for hours now. And I'll, as soon as the Forest 2 launch launches, um, I'm going to be playing it for hours then as well. Yeah, yeah I probably will never see you again. We rip, might have to take a hiatus. Rip our relationship. I'll actually might force you to play the game. And I'll just... <laughs> yeah, you actually I'll, I'll, I'll do everything for you and you could just stand there. I'll get uh, your food. So I'll build scared. your shelter. But the thing is, when I play, why do they always come after me? Like, they don't go after the experienced player. They just, like, know that I'm, like, the baby. And then they just, like, oh, God. You're, like, the, just standing still. Uh, <laughs> Running away, panicked. 
<laughs> I am running away with that. I can't you know. <laughs> For me, it would have to be uh, Dead by Daylight. It's just one of those games I can play by myself. I can play with my friends. When I play with my friends, it's either strategy or we're like talking some mad crap. You know, like yeah. we're laughing. It's one of those games you don't have to take seriously. And I really just enjoy that. It's one of those games I can play with my brain turned off because I don't want to have my brain on all the time. It's tough. <laughs> Um, so. That is funny that we enjoy the horror genre as like a friendship vehicle and to, to have fun, um, yeah. especially the co-op. I think the co-op really is distinguished from the solo in that in that way where it is about good times with friends. Unfortunately, mm. even though you're doing something terrifying or scary <laughs> and or difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so much fun. Um, I want to yeah. go on to the next section. I want to take yeah. a quick break first. But something I love in the horror genre and as someone who loves horror movies, horror stories, horror films, this really brings in all of those things together with my love for gaming, and that is gaming creepypastas. Oh, okay. A Are you a creepypasta Dale? fan? No. I actually, I can't read. I'm too, I can't read. No, oh, I can't read. But I, I can't just, read. I simply, I choose to not, my eyes don't work when I see creepypasta. I just, it freaks me out too much, but I'm excited and a little bit terrified uh, to hear what you have to say. So let's, uh, let's take a break, and I'm going to take a sip of water. <laughs> It's not linguine, it's not lasagna, and it's not bow tie, but it's creepy. Gaming creepypastas, I freaking love Dale. I love it's them. spaghetti that gives you the spooks. Uh, I think that really <laughs> covers it, and I think um, you sort of said it best there, and I think we're I done. Did. I did. I know nothing about it. I just know that every now and then I, this, I come across some of these things on the internet, the creepypastas, and I just think, you know what? At what point did my comfort carb food... <laughs> turn into something that causes me so much stress you know at one point but you know what continue i can't believe they took that from you they did um, this is personal <laughs> so everyone who doesn't know who creepypastas are creepypastas are basically internet rumors internet stories that were created online um, mm-hmm. that could be real that could not be real most likely not real but are very fun ooky spooky stories some of them come with um, video visuals that you can look up on YouTube, um, pictures, alleged messages, alleged stories, things that happen. And that sort of like unknown element makes them fun and scary. Um, like I said, usually not real, but entertaining the idea of fear is like a great mm-hmm. one. And, and, and a lot of them to do, especially with like older gaming, older games and older um, gaming systems are a lot more, to me, a lot more scary because it's like we the internet wasn't as prevalent at the time. So how do we know if it was right or wrong? It's all rumors. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what if it really happened? I mean, don't tell me if it did. The first one I want to tell you about, um, and a lot of these games have in common, is that they're not horror games, Dale. Oh, what? <gasps> yeah. a lot of. I mean, there's nothing spookier than games that aren't meant to be spooky being spooky. Okay. And this one has a big sort of IRL impact. Um, mm-hmm. And something I even heard about as a growing up um, but the first game it I have a creepypasta for you is Pokemon. What? Yeah. Pokemon? Okay. Pokemon. I'm, I'm Pokemon intrigued. actually has quite a few creepypastas, but one of the biggest one is called Lavender Town Syndrome. Okay. Yes. So the story is that the music in Lavender Town um, was like created and made with weird frequencies. And like there was like studies at the time that like these frequencies only affected children and young teens because, you know, their ears are like younger and fresher and they can hear. Um, and they're and more they can sensitive. hear the frequencies. Yeah. They never went to a concert. We get it. Continue. <laughs> um, they never just blasted music to drown their feelings on their ears. I understand. <laughs> um, but the story is that, um, and I believe this is based around Japan. I want to okay. say um, mm-hmm. the story is that at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide and developed mental illnesses and afflictions from hearing the music that played when you entered the town of Lavender Town in the first Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow series. What? Yes. Um, allegedly over 200 children. And those who didn't get, um, those that didn't commit suicide um, complained, acted rationally, acted weird, and suffered a lot of headaches from listening to that music from your Game Boy Color based on the Lavender Down sy- Syndrome because of that song. Now, I will say that sound Lavender Town in the Pokemon series, very, very sad time in the Pokemon arc. But also, um, the town, the music in that town is very scary. Um, it's sort of like, dee, it sort of has that sort of like slow X Files like theme. So it's like, dee, 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 dee. and it's like sort of like <laughs> dissonant and ooky spooky. She's laughing at me right now, everyone, while I'm trying to sing you this beautiful song. <laughs> I just, the fact that this is kind of a little bit creepy. 
I'll be honest, because like the way that songs and I've I've heard things about like music kind of hypnotizing individuals or like mm-hmm. making them feel something. This there's like there's a message in the in the beats between yes. between the the lines, you know. So okay, continue. This is no, and you know it's funny that you say that. As I was researching this creepy pasta, um, mm-hmm. there is a you know Google gives you suggested searches. One of them that was why does the Lavender Town theme song give me headaches? So people are searching that. Wow. Now I'd what? like to think that it's probably one of those things where like oh you've read it, you've heard the creepy pasta, and now it's like in mm-hmm. the back of your mind and sort yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. It's like this like effect that you're like oh no i'm feeling it now too oh yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. so very scary that those come up in google but um you know this creepypasta even though it's been around for a while even mm-hmm. in 2010 there's a youtube video that appeared where someone used like m- music audio analyzing software um and it sort of turns the audio into visual and that within that visual there was a message and the message said leave now sort of like the audio waves formed a message that said leave now from the pal- from the lavender town theme song and i was like ah that's so scary leave now uh, i wonder what key it's in cuz you know different keys get convey different emotions i want to look into this i'm key a huge f in the <laughs> chat because yeah, you're not going to be listening to that f major is so beautiful and warming and loving wow i wonder maybe it's f minor no, it's a definitely a minor key because everything's very okay. dissonant and like clashing. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to look this up after. Yeah, let me know what you think. And, I, and oofy, I'm gonna tweet spooky. out saying, "Why do I have a headache? Because <laughs> I didn't drink any water." <laughs> Lol, <laughs> that's why you're just. De- <laughs> that's why. No, it's not the Lavender Town theme song. You're just dehydrated, dehydrated. and thirsty. And with that, I'm gonna take a sip while you go on to the next one. <laughs> yes, the next one. Um, so this is one. As I said, I'm a big YouTube watcher. I love mm-hmm. YouTube, and mm-hmm. creepy is one thing that I'm super super into. Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorites mainly because it's so. Like cheap, slight gore, but like the content is just living on YouTube and you can just watch it. And it's the story is that there's this teen who got this like a PC port of Sonic the Hedgehog, the 1991 game. Mm-hmm. But everything was sort of like off at the very, very beginning. And mm-hmm. what happens throughout the game is that you play as Tails, Knuckles and like Dr. Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the music is off and you're playing as these characters running through the Sonic levels in that classic Sonic style. Mm-hmm. But there's like this fear element and that sort of comes to like fruition at the end of every level where you're being chased. You're not running through the level. You're actually being chased. Big fear of yours by a like deranged Sonic who will always catch you by the end of the level. And then there's like a scary flash of like a deranged bloody Sonic and like a dead character, whoever you're playing on screen at the end of every level. And then there is like scary messages to the player like you'll never escape like well, of I course will I'll catch never you. Escape. I was never in track and field, and uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog goes fast. I can't go fast. Gotta wow. go fast, and he. You're not wow. gonna go faster. I'm scared now. Okay, wow. Yeah, and That's that one you so can watch weird. on YouTube. It is oh, wow. like it is creepy. Like you're like, is this a real game? Like what there is, is it called that again? Slight, um, oh, I don't remember the exact name of the creepy pasta, but if you just look up Sonic creepy pasta, it'll come up, oh, and you okay, can okay, watch okay. it. Yeah, you can okay, watch okay. those characters die at the. F and chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the last one um, I'm bringing to you today, I actually really like because it's sort of like so vast of a possibility that like I don't like completely like put it out of my head. Mm-hmm. And that is, is actually a Minecraft creepypasta called Herobrine. Um, okay. So according to the legend, Herobrine is like a ghost that haunts Minecraft single player worlds. It has to be single player and you have to okay. be playing by yourself. So there is this character in the game that looks like Steve, like the regular default Steve, but you know that it's not like a normal like player or character because his eyes don't have the pupils. So it's Steve with like fully white eyes Um, and that he appears to players in games and like um, people identify him as like hostile. That's what the rumors say, like he'll kill you. But there's a lot of like YouTube videos I've seen like fake or real. I don't know. Um, where he's like just watching you from a distance or like he'll come and appear like at your like where your habitat is or like you'll see him in a cave just like watching you or standing there and like That's he'll come terrifying. close. And I it hate is scary. being watched. It, I hate being watched. That's so scary. Hate being and watched. Minecraft? Also, oh my God. you know, Minecraft is like a 2D like flat. Well, it's not 2D. It's like a 3D flat texture game. Yeah, but yeah. like thinking of like this like character watching you and like in the vastness of the world that is Minecraft, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so scary and like sort of the rumor and the story goes on and you know there's 
I'm going to give you some identifiers, actually. First. Okay, 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 okay. They say that you'll know if he's in your safe file if that you see mysterious two by two tunnels. So those are tunnels that are the exact shape of a character, two by two. So only he can fit in and walk through. Um, scary. Um, and then, like yeah, that, if you see that, two that by two horror. tunnels, or you know if you're missing. Book? Oh, sorry. You know that you know that comic book where um I forgot the 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 artist's name, but it's like this hole was meant for me, and like only the character could go through the mountain. Is it Junji like, Ito? Like yes, it is. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, it is. I just I forgot the title of it, but what you just described was like this hole is meant for me, and then they go through, and then they come out. Okay. Oh, that's oh, so okay, Junji Ito is so scary. If you're not if you haven't like he had a he had, I think he had a Crunchyroll series, but if you haven't like just like seen like images read. from the manga, terrifying. Yeah. So terrifying. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but continue. No, so, you're totally fine. Th- I almost wore a Junji Ito shirt today. Funny enough. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have one. Um, or they say if you um, if you're a missing glass or your spot tree trunks with their leaves missing, those are like factors that he's in your game. Um, rumor is that he's actually the ghost of the developer of Minecraft, the original creator Notch, like of his brother. Um, his brother passed away at some point, and um, somehow it's been associated that it's his brother haunting the game. Um, he doesn't always seem dangerous, but again, those sightings that you can look up on YouTube and watch are like him standing from afar, just watching you from the distance. And it's, that's just so scary to me. That's it's Minecraft and people have had actual experiences with this, or I guess they could be like alleged, you know? I mean, you can watch things happen on YouTube now. I mean, like, you know, Minecraft's easy to mod. So like, you know, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Entertaining the possibility is fun. That's terrifying. You can't prove it wrong, I guess. That's true. That's actually true. You can't true. prove it right, but you can't prove it wrong. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. Okay. I have the heebie-jeebies. Maybe it's Ooga just Boogas. Dream, that Minecraft Twitch streamer. <laughs> He's going to people's games just because he played so much Shout Minecraft. out Dream. Shout out Dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have for you. Um, there's a bunch of creepypastas you can look mm-hmm. up online. Some of them are a lot more terrifying than the others. Some of them yeah. are like more like if you like an urban legend. I think that's the general vibe of my favorite creepypastas. That's like the what if that, ooh, this happened a long time ago in mm-hmm. gaming. And like, watch out because it could happen again. The only creepypasta I've ever read, and it had nothing to do with gaming, was just one that I stumbled upon on Reddit. I didn't know what creepypasta was the first time I saw it, okay? I I felt so stupid. Guys, you can roast me in the chat. I thought creepypasta was something that actually had to do with pasta. You know, like stuff you had to eat. Henry almost spat out his drink. So I'm reading this. I'm like, this isn't a recipe. I get down to the thing. It's all about this, like, horror, like... This no, hospitalized, it was terrifying. It was terrifying because it was around Halloween and I thought creepy pasta was when you like made Halloween pasta as like Halloween themed. Okay, so I th- I was wrong. Yes, yeah, so I, I avoid that now. But thank the you scariest, for sharing that with me. Thank you. The scariest pasta to me is like a bland cacio e pepe, if I'm being honest. <laughs> There's nothing worse. You won't okay. believe it, everyone, but Dale's cracking up laughing because she thought that was so funny. I uh, I definitely am not a, like a stan of lasagna. So there we go. I understand. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, yeah. we'll that be right back, everyone. Yeah, that was that segment. Segment. Everything on creepy <laughs> Dive into them; they're so much fun. The YouTube content on them is fantastic. So check it out. Uh, yeah. We'll be right back, everyone, and um, love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you play alone or you play with friends, horror games will always give you the ooga booga, the spooky feelings, the the raised hairs, the the goosebumps. They're they're here to stay. They're not going anywhere. And as we've proven on t- this week's episode, uh, you know, there's a there's a huge genre and different varieties that anybody can enjoy. Uh, whether you are solo playing Alien or you're like Henry and you play The Forest, either way, you're going to feel some spook and you might, you're going to feel some satisfaction. So horror games really are here for everybody. Yes, I agree. I do think they are for everybody. I think I've gotten so many friends into the horror genre, mm-hmm. mainly because of co-op games and those sort of good, genuine, fun times that you can have together that sort of supersedes the fear that is horror. Now, there are those solo games that are extreme fear, which there's an audience for that as well, but the horror Mm -hmm. genre is vast, and we've only slightly touched on it today, Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll touch on it in a few more episodes. Maybe we'll do some more horror content. Let us know what you think. Do you want us to dive in deeper? Because I think there's a lot we could definitely get into. There definitely is even games that I haven't even talked about that are iconic. Free to play horror? No, uh, truly iconic. Like there are, we definitely do have to, regardless if anybody wants it. We are gonna. You do know what? One. We don't care what you think. We're gonna make another episode anyway. But we actually do care what you think. So if you love the show, 
please uh, tweet us. Tell your friends about it. You know, we're available to be listened to on all major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and our YouTube uh, videos, our VODs are uploaded every Wednesday on YouTube. So we're here for you all the time. We are here for you. And speaking of like superseding that fear, um, mm-hmm. I want to give a quick shout out to one of my favorite TikTok creators and Twitch streamers. And that is, oh, it's Robin M. Robin M has created this incredible environment and content where she is not phased by horror games in the least. So she's playing these extreme solo horror games with jump scares, with like crazy environments, with these horrible things happening. She is unfazed and she is cracking jokes and she's really opened the horror genre to people by creating this sort of safe space and content for them to enjoy these games and stories, which are often really fantastic, but sometimes people stray away because of like, the fear and the horror. Oh, um, yes. Shout out. Oh, it's Robin M. What? You sent me her. And I, I yes. do want to like back up this recommendation here because Henry's like, you need to watch this street list, this person who like plays games. I'm like, okay, like unfazed, truly unfazed. And her commentary, iconic. Like I Funny. was laughing. And you know how I get scared like watching people play games? I don't get scared with her. Like she makes it so comforting. She does not flinch. That is, that's a superpower. Yes. I, honestly, maybe I should be afraid of Robin because like, how do you not flinch? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's Robin. Shout out to you. You're fantastic. Great environment. Great community. Make sure to check her out. Truly. Um, Before we wrap up this week's episode, Henry, do tell me what you plan on playing once we wrap up today. Um, To be honest, I've been very inspired by this episode, Dale. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I might try to get a group of friends together for Devour. Oh, I've been a lot of solo solo gaming lately, not in the horror genre, of course, but Mm -hmm. Going through some silly devour might be fun times. I think it could be good. Uh, what about you? I got this game called Bendy and the Ink Machine. It's a horror game. Oh, mm-hmm. Have you heard I of watched it? it on YouTube yeah, because I'm I... into the lore. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was like, okay, it's already downloaded because I was planning on playing it. So I was like, maybe I will. Maybe I'll update you guys. If, if you should. If you don't hear from me in a week, it's because I lost my voice again, okay? <laughs> Um, I actually do love that game. I'm excited for you to play. I've like really dived into the lore of that game, even though I don't play it. Um, It's got a great story. So we um, love lore. Can't wait to hear what you think. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's the end of this week's episode. It's been an absolute blast. Please do tweet us your opinions and what games that you love, what games that you're excited for. Um, We'd love to hear from you. And we always have like a poll going on in our Spotify. If you scroll below, you'll see. Henry is so great with putting these polls, these little questions. We love to hear from you. We just... We love you, you know? It's, yeah. it's important to spread the love. For me, oh, yeah. it's more that I'm nosy, but no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Oh, thank you so much. Make sure to share this episode with a friend. It's been such a blast hanging out with everyone this week. Mm-hmm. Dale, always a pleasure with you. I love you so always. much. Thank um, you. Thanks for wearing out, and we'll see you next week on next week's episode. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>